to the KSR Football Podcast. Welcome in, or welcome back, to the KSR Football Podcast. Nick Roush, Drew Franklin, Charles Walker, and Austin McGinnis ready to roll for the 2019 season. And we're starting off in an unusual location. <laughs> Very. We're starting off KS a little bar, rough, too. You know? <laughs> no, yeah, this is another bar that's at a bowling alley. We are at the, uh, what's the? It's the Collins bowling yeah alley it's on not southland. southland bowling but it's on southland yeah and we're uh, podcasting before we do a little bowling at uh, in the ksr bowling league before so the cats do a little bowling this year oh i, I like see that? what you did there chucky i yeah. see what you did there uh it's good to be back fellas i haven't seen y'all in a while it's been a while i can't believe like media day's friday and it's the season camp starts friday for the team yeah it's crazy i feel like we're just getting going with summer like when we go to the lake, when does is it June yet? <laughs> yeah, when does school start? Is that uh, soon? Yeah, Ooh, the Indiana, like the Southern Indiana schools, have already started. Whoa, which that is doesn't sound like insane. Fun. Yeah, that year-round school stuff doesn't sound like a good idea. Um, but we're back. We're going to be talking Kentucky football. Uh, obviously, we're not going to get in the weeds um, today because football hasn't technically started yet. But talking season has. And there's plenty to talk about, but but first, be remiss if we didn't uh, give a salute to our, our fallen soldier, uh, Gerald Lorenzen, a former podcaster who is uh, in a much better place now. And uh, we had to say goodbye to him, I don't know, what, a month or two ago? And that, frankly, it sucked, Drew. Um, and, Defin- uh, definitely did. Uh, Austin and Charles are great on this podcast. We love having them. But Jared was one of the originals, yes. as was Freddie. Oh, he's also going through things right now. Freddie, yep. uh, as everyone knows, stepped down from his job. He's mm-hmm. doing okay. Uh, nothing severe. But uh, both those guys. Uh, it was a rough week. Miss Jared. Yeah. Freddie, hope he gets things figured out. But, uh, yeah, you're right. First one we've done since Jared. That just crossed my mind. So yeah, yeah. So, uh uh, we'll probably talk about, which by the way, I really, like, I want to show him that Apollo 11 documentary and just be like, <laughs> oh, so was the moon landing fake, Jared? And he probably would say, well, can you really believe that this is real footage? Because I was watching it the whole time. It's like, there's no way this stuff there was There was real. no convincing Whoa. him on the moon landing. And yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in the moon landing either. Perfect. So. You're, you're taking, that was, yeah. oh, there you go. That was Jared's main I mission I just don't believe, I believe we would still be going there if we could go there so easily. If we could go there 50, 40 years ago, whatever, then we would still be going there. We wouldn't just break up NASA and start going private with rockets. I'm about but to cry. You're like a vessel with Jared <laughs> speaking down exactly. through you to the podcast, continuing to be here. his message. The the UK record breaker who doesn't believe in the moon. And Jared, I stand. It's a constant. <laughs> it's a constant that we got to have on this podcast. Um, and we're glad that you all are listening, and we're glad that you all are fueling our podcast because Drew put out the ask for some questions. And folks, I got some good ones. We got some doozies, and one of the I'm saving one best for last because it might be the best question. 
that's ever been asked in the history of the KSR Football Podcast. Oh, man, that's... Um, but first, I, just uh, a pr- uh, kind of a, hey, football season starting. Media Day and Fan Day. Media Day's Friday. Drew and I will be out there with a bunch of KSR folks talking to people. Uh, Austin, did you love or hate Media Day? Uh, Media Day wasn't my favorite because it's also like picture day. Yeah, you, it's always hot. It's hot it's and so you're just hot. out there for a little too long. And then, you know, as a kicker, you don't know if anyone's even going to talk to you. So you just have to wait out there and watch everyone else get talked to. And it's like, you know, not my favorite day. Did you but many people day. talk to you? Did you ever get a crowd? Uh, I mean, you're the best kicker to ever be there. I would think you'd get some. I know, but they're looking for something juicy and stuff. <laughs> so, But I wasn't bringing that juice back then. I, you, know, <laughs> you were I saving it for yeah, I was just laying low doing my job, but <laughs> I, I like fan day more than media day, I think. So, like, No offense to the media. Yeah, you like fans more than media is what you're saying? Oh, yeah. wow. Well, they're like super Imagine fans, that. but they're like a little too involved. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think media day is whenever uh, – is that, that's probably when Charles first learned that Drew was uh, – wait, that – I was pushing the Heisman campaign. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure that's where that all started was at uh, a media day. Still can't believe it didn't work out, honestly. Really? I mean, I did my part. I stay up every <laughs> night. <laughs> I stay up every night thinking about it. So what's like the dumbest question you ever got at a Ooh. media day? Probably me asking him how many touchdowns he's going to have. <laughs> <laughs> but media day wasn't too bad because it was you know, preseason, and I get, they asked about injuries and stuff, which you're not supposed to say, things like that. The worst questions are like after a game. Like, oh. when you lost, how did that feel? How did you think it felt? <laughs> like, I just want to shower How do you go feel out. right now? Uh, I feel like I don't want to be talking to you asking dumb questions. And then you answer one person's, and then the, the different media person oh. asks almost like a similar question. Yeah. How do you feel right now? How do you think the team feels? Oh, well, we just lost in the last second, so no one feels very good. Oh, Thank that you. Florida game. Yeah, a, yeah that one really comes to mind. Yeah. Well, I don't know how players do it. With the same question over and over. Because as media, you know, we're rotating and we're just all on different rhythm who we're getting to. It's the same questions. I would be like, hey, can you all just get together and share what I just told that guy? Just combine it and do your and, stories. And even in, like, big journalism school, they tell you to, like, find ways to rephrase it. If you don't get the question you want, you can ask it in a different way. Oh, which yeah, that's the worst, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, and, and that, that's the kind of stuff we would have to do with people like DJ Elliott who just, like, refuse to, like, say anything. No, the coaches now, they'll, they'll talk all you want. And, like, most of the players, y'all are just having fun with it. Like, at uh, SEC media days, Logan Stenberg, I wasn't just like, talk trash to me, Logan. But, I, you know, you kind of like, so what's your strategy? And he was like, so what you do is you can't talk trash right away because then you could just get embarrassed. What you do is you try to find out where they suck and then really just hammer it home. And and the best part was that he was he was willing to admit, like, yeah, I think it makes me better, but uh, you know, there's the penalty thing that I gotta <laughs> still haven't quite figured out how to walk out with that. Line. Yeah, he does love doing that, doesn't he? Which I'm a big fan of. You know, just, just keep chirping, Logan. Keep chirping. Not the penalties, the chirping. Yes. Uh, you mentioned injuries are off limit. Are you all allowed to pull back the curtain of what UK says going into media day? Because I'm, I'm sure they give you some guidelines. Yeah, like as in, for instance, like right before D-Rob they send you right out now. to meet with everybody. Is there like, all right, guys, we do not guarantee wins oh God, and we do yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, but I think Benny, <laughs> Benny did that one year, didn't he? Did uh, Benny guarantee yeah, a couple Benny wins? Yeah, did that all the time. Yeah, he uh, – I don't think Benny listened during those team meetings. He said he was the best running back in the SEC. I do remember that. That uh, was on media, That was on SEC media, didn't Yes, it? yes. And that was right after they were – like somebody was like, oh, so 
some people think you're not the best running back in the SEC, and he gave some long answer. I was like, so do you think you're the best running back in the SEC? I am the best running back in the SEC. Although he said Benny Snell is the best running uh, back. Yes, yes, yes. Which yeah. I saw he's still talking in third person up in Pittsburgh. It's great. Where he's now at the bottom of the roster trying to make a name for himself. <laughs> he's still talking in third well, person. Well, it's name recognition, you know, name repetition. you got to get your name out there. That's That's what he's doing. He's the same person through and through, so that's a good thing. Yeah. But do they give you any warnings in media day? Like, all right. KSR guys are going to try to trap you. They're goofballs. Just ignore them. They just want us to, like, echo the message <laughs> of the coach. So yeah. you just try to say what – because Coach Stoops has been talking to you after practice and stuff, and so there's a certain message that's being relayed, and you just take a couple of tidbits from that message, and right. that's what they want you to say. Put your, like, spin on it. Yeah, they don't want, you know, you got, you know, Mr. Tony Neely. He doesn't want you guaranteeing 12-0 and 0 and yeah. uh, Slack. She doesn't like it either. But, this, uh, you know, they give a little leeway. These are young guys. And it's more fun anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's more fun when, like, there's some controversy. It's more interesting. You want to be confident. sells tickets. Yeah, yeah. you want to be confident. And as that's long as kind of hard. like what they've done this year. Their message is like, we're building a program. It wasn't just one year. We're going to keep moving forward, which is a pretty good message if I do say so myself, even though it's like, all right, guys, we did lose Josh, though. He was pretty good. He was all right. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be, uh, Tom Leach opened his luncheon today where he was like, Mark, I don't know if you know this or not, but you're not going to have Benny Snell or Josh Allen this year. Oh, look at Tom with the jokes. Tom Leach <laughs> throwing in some jokes, and Stoops just looked at him like. I was about to say, I don't know if that was <laughs> a great time. <laughs> yeah, Stoops probably just rolled his eyes at that one. Stoops, though, he's lighting up. He's has a little bit. Am I wrong? And even though Josh is gone, I'm really excited about the linebackers. Yes. Let I me mean, know. You're not wrong. So here, here's – Like, I don't expect a second Josh Allen to just run on no, the field. But no. I think they're going to be very good. Are you excited that Josh Pascal is going to be a linebacker now? Absolutely. And I'm also excited that he's this close to hopefully beating cancer. Yeah. Uh, it's, it sucks he has to get one more because um, that will be just – that will drain him for a few days. But One more is better than two one, more. Exactly. One more treatment and he's done. But does it worry you at all, Chuck, that they're like, okay, Josh, you were great at Jack and a sparing role. Now we're going to – put you at defensive end, okay, now you're going to go back to Jack. Does that worry you at all? I feel like, especially because, you know, he didn't have the whole year off last year, but he was not playing that much, not practicing that much, so he probably learned the defense in and out Mm -hmm. because I'm sure they told him, hey, when you come back, obviously we're losing Josh. You're going to be playing maybe anything. So it doesn't really worry me. Um, You know, you take reps at it. You have all fall camp, and it's really all you need. And the more positions you play and the more you do, the more you know. So it just makes you a better athlete, too. The more you know, the better you feel. So let's have beans for every meal. Something like that. Something like that. (laughs) They always taught us in the receiver room to try to learn, like, everyone's job because then you actually understand how the offense works, not just what route you have. Right. So I feel like it's definitely the same with defense, probably even a bigger part on the defensive side. Especially at that position where you're either rushing or you're dropping back in coverage yeah. uh, so knowing where your other guys are all right if i'm gonna miss i'm gonna miss at the sideline because that's where the corner is going to be etc so i bet he's got it unlocked the the from a i'm just going to analyze this to its core one it tells me like they don't need like i, I think part of the reason why they were going to make that move last year they were worried about defensive ends yeah. but Phil Hoskins, Calvin Taylor, T.J. Carter, those dudes really played well last year. I don't think they're worried about that position. I do think they're worried about the Jack linebacker spot because Brad White did a lot of complaining in the spring about him. Jordan Wright came out and played his best game, but he was beating them to death in practices. Um, And it also is like 
well, does this mean they don't think Xavier Peters is going to be in time? Or is it just they're doing this as a just-in-case? Because if you all saw the uh, Meet Your New Wildcats, they had uh, Xavier Peters interviewed, and he had on a cutoff. He did. And he looked <laughs> enormous. And, I, like, it I actually had sleeves enormous. when he started the interview. And yeah, just, and it just hulked. Just shot him off. Incredible yeah. hulk, yeah. Is he eligible for this year? Well, that's what we're waiting on. Oh, um, waiting. Because he needs a waiver, and – Oh, the infamous waiver. Yes. The NCAA always does the right thing, so I'm sure it'll work out. It yeah, always I'm works sure for the quarterbacks who were five-star recruits and are <laughs> yeah. going to Georgia and Miami and Ohio State. Yeah, it's great for them. But for guys who are, you know, going from to Kentucky or Cincinnati, like the James Hudson kid, they're like, oh, no, buddy, wait your turn. So we don't know anything more on Peters, and Stoops didn't have an update today either. So I know that's the big question on everybody's mind because a dude could be a stud. He's huge. He's so big. And – Last year. Is he a freshman? He 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 redshirt. He didn't play in more than four games, so, so he could count so as he a redshirt. Red yes, yeah. That's a big deal. What are they doing? I, we just went off on linebackers. I know you had a game plan, but it's okay. don't Oates and Square. I love them both. Are they the same position? What do they do there? What happens? Yes, that's going to be fun to see at the open practice to see who they roll with first, because Oates is going to be playing next to Square next year whenever Cash is gone. But right now, it's like, do you play Square? right away and just let him take over and then kind of rotate him with Oates there? Or do you just let Oates run free? I think it depends on what team you're playing. Maybe so. If you're going to be playing more coverage, I think you do square. And if you're going to be stopping the run, do Oates. Ooh. I like I like where your head's at, where you kind That'd of alternate guess. who gets more reps. That's a, I like your head's at, Chuck. See? I mean, those boys, those two seem like they're boys, so I don't think they really care. Yeah. You know, if you right. get seven starts and I get five, whatever. It's also weird how they keep track of that, like the actual starts. Because, like, did you ever like, – did you register starts or did they give them to somebody else? I don't know if I technically did because even when I was the starting Y in 10, CJ was probably the starting Y in 11. So, I guess it depended on what oh, your first formation play was? the first play was. Yeah, yeah, I guess. That's so arbitrary. I don't know. And, like, uh, I think it was it was one of the offensive linemen. It was either Landon or – I think it was Landon. They only gave him like half the starts going into last year. I was like, dude, he was their starting. <laughs> like it, yeah. It's it's weird how they they keep track of that stats. Um, ooh, one person wanted to ask, when Bowden he going to return punts this year? I and saw I saw that question and immediately I was like, hell yeah, sorry, heck yeah. But then, <laughs> oh, then the yeah. ending was we <laughs> need him to be healthy. So I guess that does come into play. But you, I think it depends on who's returning kicks. Because if he's returning kicks, he's not. I don't think he'd be doing both. We Why don't not? have the luxury not to put him back there on punts. Like we're not. We have not. We have not made it like that. Where we can just be like, all right, Lynn, you're not on punts. Like he's I, a I think it'll be kind of like uh, he'll be more. He'll return more than he did last year, but I feel position will play into that. What I don't uh, think he's going to be heels on the ten. What's the difference between? Okay, that's a good point. <laughs> what's that's the difference what between position and how he feels on the how, inside? Yeah, I mean, it's all about how <laughs> Lynn feels on the inside. If Lynn wants that punt return, he's going out there. Yeah, he doesn't need a coach to let him know he's going out there. <laughs> it worked pretty well last so year. So there might be uh, a punt return next year where he just runs out and tells whoever was there, move. I'm yeah, gonna, like get out of the way. Okay. You know, no one approved this. I'm just them. feeling it. The glass breaks and all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, no, it's Lynn. <laughs> Lynn's the only person that can drop a punt, and I still think he's going to score on that play. <laughs> yeah, it really is. What, what is the difference, Chuck? Because you obviously did both. What's the difference between kicks and punts returning them? Well, kicks you have don't have a hundred people in your face, or sorry, eleven, ten people in your face right when you catch it. On most punts, there's a, probably someone 
Um, most kicks, like I said, you have, what, 10 to 15 yards to one, gain speed, two, actually know where you're going. Um, I mean, that's the biggest difference. Punts hang higher, and they're closer, so it's just more commotion at the – I guess point of impact, if you want to call it. You're that. not going to fair catch right. a kickoff, yeah. but you have to think about punt, what you're going to do. You have to take your eyes off the ball to see where the guys are at and then look back up That's at it. That's a big it. part, too. Did you um, – like, they talk about injuries. Did you take big licks, punting? Like, because I feel like not if you no, were – took one to the house. Right. That looked yeah. tiring. You ran a long way. It was yeah, a long way. Man, far. I got out of breath just watching it. <laughs> I don't think you really – I mean, Cause you, you, if it, you don't fair catch it, you can definitely get rocked. Right, but like <laughs> – which see, all right, that would be my one injury concern is that Lynn would be too proud to fair catch. Yeah. I was never too proud of fair catch. <laughs> <laughs> well, Still getting made fun of to this day. So For fair catching too Half much? Half the time it was literally the coach saying, hey, no one's blocking for you, so if you don't fair catch, <laughs> you are going to die. And then right it's like, here. of course, that time there's – maybe five yards in between me and the first guy and I fair catch and they're like why'd you do that well because there were six guys behind him and I had zero guys blocking for me so <laughs> I could have maybe got five yards and then just gotten murdered I have a family that's why yeah <laughs> protect the money maker I, we don't have a David Bouvier or a Charles Walker this year who's going to be our sure-handed uh inside white receiver <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> slush we got slush <laughs> yeah we do have slusher slush, slush is going to eat on special teams though I, so, of all the slots, I know you – I mean, obviously Win is going to get a lot of play, but when they do go 10, I know they don't like to split out tight ends. So I bet it would be Cleavan, Thomas. Cleavan, Okay. Yeah. He got a lot of hype when he came in as early in Real League, and then last year they were just like, eh, we're going to just keep that red shirt on you. We're going to use that red shirt rule. So, I, he's in that group of, like, uh, dudes who got to prove something or else somebody yeah. else is going to step up. Um because I know Akeem Hayes, who's he's the littlest. He's tiny. He's so tiny. But they've said good things about him. Uh, our boy Alan Daly, uh, Bryce Oliver, those are all guys who are like, hey, Epson Ali, if you don't get it together, these guys are ready to roll. Speaking of those two, you see the UK picture of them? Was Ali the other one? They've been working out. I meant to yeah. text you. Oh, my God. Yeah, why didn't you ask Charles? Like That's true. Nick <laughs> and I couldn't figure out who that was. Yeah. Because we knew that it was. No, we, that was Josh we knew it was Isaiah. Goodness gracious. He, did, he looks like a linebacker. That's the Lamar Thomas responded to. Yeah. If yeah. you all, if you all look like that. You all look like that. <laughs> 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 I, saw, I saw he tweeted that from Lexington. He's still hanging around? Yeah. Yeah, he's still living here, just golfing and. Doing Lamar Thomas stuff. Yeah, I heard he's real good at, like, Madden and stuff. There are worse lives than being Lamar Thomas, I would say. His son's uh, probably going to be like Senior a – Senior at Tate's Creek, I think. Yeah, oh, he, that's he, he's probably going to be like a uh, Western Kentucky Mac recruit-ish, that kind of level. I think since he offered him. Yeah, Don't I can see up to Cincy. Me, yeah, I think He was uh, on Utah's AAF team, and so I saw him when we played in Utah. Well, Marlo, yeah, LT was? Yeah. He's coaching. Nice. I, was, I was hitting some deep kicks because, like, the altitude, you can just crush a ball. And he's like, it's good. We beat Florida. He just walked <laughs> by. Oh. It was such an LT thing to say. It was Damn. hilarious. He, he's the funniest guy yeah. in the world, I think. Oh, man. His timing's impeccable. That's one thing Stoops needs to work on. He, he has jokes going in the right direction. But since he's the big guy, he doesn't really need to have the – Best he doesn't know lines. how to tell a joke. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to laugh anyway. It's that coach. Exactly. He's the, he, he, has the he, gets, he gets awkward when he tells jokes. He tried to do that today with Lynn's punt return. Oh, yeah. That, that 
quarterback armchair coaches. I was the one who put him in in Missouri. I knew what I was doing. It's they like, did that classic Stoops laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he kind of like – he tries to laugh before he finishes a joke, but then people are like, do we laugh now? And then he stops, and then you're like, oh, okay. So he's got to work on his timing. Yes. yes. Uh, maybe like Terry Wilson, who that's what he's working on this offseason. 40 season. passes a game. You don't have to work on your segues. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, which Quint's question – was what would be w- – is the offense more successful if Terry throws it 40 times or fifteen, or if he runs it 15 times a game? I can't do both. Oh. Uh, hopefully. Uh, well, I think that means the other offense is scoring a lot or our defense has three and outs all the time. Do I think it goes down to who you play again. So, do you all well, – you, what do you all – do you all think Darren Henshaw was just like bowling smoke or do you think he's being for real? About what? Thrown it 35 to 40 times a game. I, I think know. we've heard the air raid offense a couple I think they're hundred gonna, times, and then the season comes, and it's not an air raid offense. Well, it's because so. they they don't have the siren anymore. <laughs> we have the siren. <laughs> we can still do the air raid. It might be right. Actually, so, they still hashtag bring back the siren. I, did they still do it? Or did they no, take I don't it away? think so. Not, it's gotta, not I mean, when I'm I was sure there. It's, it's got to be, be there. there yeah. it, it really died out when Benny Snell came on the <laughs> campus. <laughs> Benny Snell killed the air raid. He did. I think so. Did did Hinshaw though? Would he tell like in the room? Would he say stuff like that? Like, or Grant? Like, hey, we're gonna. This is the like before Drew came in and that first half. I think he did throw it like twenty five times. Was that kind of the? Hey, this is kind of how things are gonna go all year. Was that how you all would kind of prep for that? I think with Terry, it's just completely different because he does have the legs. And with Drew, he could run, but it. I mean, it wasn't Terry Ryan. Small, do- yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. I, I like to think that his 35 attempts a game is like they're calling 35 passes, but he's running like eight of them himself. And I'd, I'd like that. Uh, our, our friend Adam Luckett believes that they might be just like, oh, we're going to run more tempo, which Stoops doesn't <laughs> like tempo. That won't last no. long. Mm-mm. He doesn't like when his defense is – sore and tired and we have a three and out and then another three and out which but uh, on the other hand it also like you said chuck it might be who they're playing and yeah. playing behind the eight ball because i think only like kentucky only played f- without a lead for like a couple quarters last year yeah you know and that was a&m in missouri most of the time in georgia like most of the time they're playing with the lead so you didn't have to throw it a lot um well i'll tell you one thing is i was standing by terry the other day and he's big He's gotten big. Like a whole off season being in the same spot has done him well. So I think he'll be able to take some kind of punishment. Oh, nice. We can so get. He'll be durable at least when he does run because he's he's stout. Because I think with you had AJ, who's really explosive on the outside. You got a lot of dudes who can who can bust big plays in the backfield. I don't think we're going to miss Benny that much. I really don't. I know he's the all time leading rusher. UK. He was great. But I think we got a stable backs and we'll be fine. I'm, yeah. I'm not worried about that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm worried about the That's secondary. I've said before, I, you lose maybe the best linebacker ever and the best running back ever, and I'm excited about the linebackers and running backs. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's really back to what has typically been the question mark for most fans, no offense, Chuck, uh, receivers and corners. He, he can't oh. take offense to that. Yeah. He's long gone. Yeah. He wears fancy pants now. Shirts tucked in. Khaki, khaki pants are fancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, another question that Clint asked that I think is pretty good. Who is the number two wide receiver besides Lynn Bowden? And I, 
I think there is a right answer for this, but I just wonder who's the other right answer. All right, do I am I picking off of past or who I think this year will be the go-to? This year, the number two guy getting touches behind Lynn Bowden. I'm going to go with Ali. I think Ali is the – Ali is what I was going to say. But then again, if Isa Isaiah can stretch the field and is the fastest receiver. So if he can get off the line and stretch the field and finish his unbelievable yes. releases, we might have, you know, eight touchdowns, eight 80-yard touchdowns. But that 2.0. Maybe. What's the word on Wagner? Uh, we keep running that pass interference play. It is unstoppable. Yeah, let's keep doing that You think that it's play. just the signal's just this? <laughs> just <laughs> grab out of your belt. Yeah. Throw. Yeah. They need to. He is a big human being at rod receiver. He's so – I mean, like, he played forward in the Big Ten. <laughs> like, it's not like he was just in, like, the American or something or, like, yeah. the Big East. Coming like, off the bench as he, a little guard. He was <laughs> – he's huge. He is a massive human being. Nothing would make me happier than if he was the second best receiver because he'd just be like Gronkowski out there. Yep. And, and I would just feel so dominant when I yell. Yeah, <laughs> I might, I might take powerful, my answer back. Like, I might say great. Justin Rigg. Yeah, I was thinking Jay Riggs. Riggs. I might, I might switch my answer to that. Really? So you're, you're as confident as the big dog in Riggs. He's a freak. Riggs has been a stud you, for a you while. You saw his one-handed catch over the middle. In the spring game? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And he blocks. He's huge. But I'm just like six, deep. Six. I'm just so hesitant to ever like Keaton Upshaw's huge. Our tight ends are huge. Dude, Keaton Upshaw. Brendan Bates, the new guy. Bates is big. That's a molar boy. Dude, you know he's tough. Big Nick is huge too. That's Vince isn't even gonna try to say his last name. Ogenovic. Oh, that dude looks huge. He looks <laughs> like uh He's just already resigned the fact he's like uh, he's just big Nick. <laughs> he's just big Nick the whole time. But I don't know like like that that's the one that I the tight ends are Enormous targets, but like I'm not. We, they were going to start passing more to CJ like three years ago, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want to get fans worked up on that. CJ, either. who's blowing up with the Giants right now, and I read a story uh, yesterday where they're like predicting he's going to be the starter in a year. Yeah, because the Evan Ingram guy can't say healthy. We couldn't throw to him. Yeah, Evan Ingram was sick at Ole Miss. He was. Was good. he on that team with Metcalf and all of them that came that to college? He was Swag <laughs> Kelly. He was. Oh, he, he's older. Okay. Yeah, okay. he wasn't. Because that team that had DK Metcalf and Van Jefferson, like I felt so bad. AJ when, Brown. When Metcalf, yeah, when Metcalf was going through the combine stuff, and they kept showing that catch he had on Lonnie, and it's per like Lonnie's playing perfect defense. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And Metcalf is just like, just doing DK Metcalf. Like plays. I don't even know if I was mad. Like that was the play that they scored and went up, right? Yeah. I don't even I, know if I was just mad. Like I didn't left. even know what happens. Like. Just like <laughs> I was just like respect. Okay, you're like, like man, I gotta get a picture with that guy after the game. Yeah, that's like you know you're playing 500 in the pool and that guy just <laughs> happened to come down with it. Yeah. How funny is it that Rich Rod is now the OC at Ole Miss? Did, did anybody know that? Because it say, completely think, went under I think the radar. This is breaking news to me. Yeah, Rich Rodriguez, when Ole Miss offensive coordinator. They snuck it under the rug because why don't they just make him the head coach? I don't know. They probably will. They'll probably fire that guy and just be like, all right, Rich Rod, you can take over, even though. We fired a guy for the same stuff that you got fired for yeah. in Arizona. No, I didn't realize that. Yeah, pretty wild. Um, okay, Shane wants to know. Shane Frederick said, "Who will? Which game will be the closest game Kentucky will play this season?" Are you asking me? Yes. I'm gonna say Missouri, just randomly, because they got Kelly Bryant. I feel like we always kind of play Missouri close. It's also right after the bye week, so you might not be wrong. 
I don't know. It's the bye week lullaby. I mean, you know how it is. You, yeah. You kind of have that week off, and everyone's getting healthy. But then, I mean, have we ever come out after a bye week and have been killing it from day one or from Vanderbilt play one? Vanderbilt last year? I don't think so. Yeah. That was that was yeah I mean, you're always going to be a slow start because your body gets rest, and then it's got to go right back to war again. So, like, if you're not on your P's and Q's coming out of bye week, that's a tough opponent. We have two bye weeks this year. Yeah. that's What's the other one? The other one – is it Louisville or yeah, I think it's, between, it's between South Carolina and Arkansas, so the game before Arkansas. Yeah. Whoa. I don't know the date. That's the other one. Why is yeah, that? it's it's uh, first weekend in November because it's Breeders' Cup weekend. And that's I saw between one Georgia and Churchill Mizzou, I Yeah, think. that's the second one. There's one yeah. between South There's Carolina and Arkansas. Yes, First yes. weekend of uh, October. Yes. So we got we got nice little breaks. Which Has we, that um, ever happened before? Wait. Oh, I you're right. It. We do. The calendar. That seems like a competitive advantage. The calendar year Does everyone have that? I, don't I think, think everybody so. does. We're I like, guess, the, like, because they're starting on August thirty first. So, what? It's something two with the calendar. Weeks? There's two bye weeks. Oh, everybody gets a leap one. year. I thought, I thought we had like re- rewarded for a good season. Well, like, yeah. here so you go. Here's confused. an extra. Bye yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> you win ten games, you get an extra bye week. Which now that we're on the schedule, there's some fun questions, and this one is the October fifth. This one prefaces the my favorite question we've ever been asking. Travis wants to know who's the worst mascot on the schedule. What's Eastern Michigan's? I don't even know. They're the Eagles. They have wow. Swoop. Because yeah. I, I are we saying what they're called Tennessee or their Martin actual Hawks, physical right? mascot that goes to the games? Firehawks? Skyhawks. Skyhawks. I'm thinking. I want to punch Smokey in the face mm. if we're talking about actual mascots. Jeez, uh, this is a pro dogs podcast, Drew. I'm pro dogs. I'm anti Tennessee. I feel that. I got some hate for Tennessee. I don't even know where it came from. I just You don't know where it came deep from deep inside me. And a volunteer is objectively a stupid like Yes. Like good for you. You want to volunteer, like, but that that's not a mascot. And they've got to do with that, no, that's West Virginia has to got the coonskin cap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. the rest are pretty normal and we're used to them. Commodores. We have Toledo a Razorback this year. The Rockets kind of weird. Yeah, but we're talking trash to Toledo until that game's over. Yeah, don't <laughs> <laughs> worry. And it's Vince, been a big dog went to Toledo, yeah. so yeah. you know we're coming I've seen out. This movie. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna cover that spread. We win by twenty five. Oh, Chuck already shooting a shot. Yep, uh, master predictor on last year's podcast, closest to I was the closest. Yeah, I was the closest. Predicted a thirteen and zero and or fourteen and zero. Said we just got ten and zero or ten and three. Close enough, just a little off, but we won't we won't penalize you for that. Thank you. The question that uh, I'm, I'm I'm anxious to go through each coach and really break this down in the nitty gritty, and this comes from Jared Hatfield. Said playing off the Reds melee last night. What would our record be if it was a fight between the head coaches? I'm taking Stoops in a lot of these. I thought about this already, and I couldn't think of many I would put up against Stoops from Youngstown. So I went through some of the lesser known coaches and. Derek they're pretty, pretty big. They're pretty beatable. Soft. So the guy at UT Martin, just Google Jason Simpson and just look at his face. Okay. It's a it's a very hilarious face. And imagining like like I think Stoops would just like give his Stoops laugh whenever that guy would like try to fight him. It's it's just, it's really comical. This brought up OJ Simpson's son. Yeah, that's what I got too. <laughs> yeah. You might need to put UT I Martin don't in think I'd fight him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other guys, uh Toledo's Jason Candle. He was a former oh, wide Jason receiver. Simpson. Yeah, just he, he'd get whooped. Yeah, he he stands no chance. Yeah. Uh, Jason Candle at Toledo. He was a former wide receiver. Nope, doesn't I'm stand a chance. Smile. <laughs> yeah, that smile. It's a it's a kind of a Mitch Barnhart look where he just like can't take a good picture. You know. Can it's Dan Mullen fight? No, I Dan, think so. Dan Mullen's a nerd. 
He, no, he walks like Must this. Champ can't fight. See, here's where here's where I'm tough on most of it though. Like yeah, that's where like you can't fight crazy, like you're or you shouldn't, and that's where Must Champ would worry me. That's probably the only time I'd, I'd ever be worried about Must Champ, frankly. In yeah, I think, I think they'd be good if Stoops kept it on the feet. I don't know about his ground game, but yeah. you know, if it's just classic boxing, I take my boy Stoopsy. Stoops over Must Champ, okay. Um, and Joe, being from Youngstown, I feel like Stoops would show up with like a crowbar in his hand. Or, you know, and they're like, this isn't allowed. He's chain, like, I'm from Youngstown. A chain. <laughs> it's just a chain around his neck. His brass like, knuckles. Like one his shirt on or not, off? Uh, no, not, not like a neck chain. Yeah, I no, mean like, like the uh, like deadbolt Like a chain chain. chain. <laughs> yeah. Which before you all were at UK, they did a photo for the posters. Everybody's shirts off with chains yeah, around them. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that was early in Rolly. I think you might have been here. Because uh, I feel early like enroll. Drew or Timmons is, or AJ. Uh, Ooh, Timmons yeah. had it. I think AJ was in the very front like with chains over. I'm going, what the yeah, heck? Yeah, I think I remember that. We were big on marketing back then. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Harry Potter and chains. And <laughs> How about Timmons beating the freeze? Wearing jorts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. What happened? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know the freeze at, that runs at Atlanta Braves games? Yeah, I do know what you're he, talking he, about. He beat him. No, he didn't. He never not. gets beat. He, Timmons beat him. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that they knew that he was a division, X-Division athlete? I don't athlete, think so. One of the Timmons fastest ones. He doesn't, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't yeah. look. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's He almost looks like he's heavy, but he's I not. I still yeah. never got. I never. Right I always told this for Ryan's face. I just would say, I don't know how you're so fast. Because you don't look like you are at all. He looks like he'd be slow. Did he win anything? Like, what, what happened? He's I think everybody was just in shock. Does he take the freeze <laughs> outfit from now on? And that's he becomes his the job? freeze, like yeah. Santa Claus? Well, seems like it, you know. If he beat him, then. Did, uh, he, I, I know that he, he was, like, track star in high school and stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my, he was sick. Crazy I think athlete. he won the 100 or barely lost to James Quick by, like, point zero one or something like that. Something crazy. I think he won. I don't know. Ron Timmons. Do you think we Fast. can move this equipment into the bowling alley? So I, what I figured out, Drew, is that we can take the recorder in and just like pass it around like a microphone. Because our, our practice started two minutes ago, and you know we gotta get loose. Ooh, that's yeah, true. We're bowling yeah. left-handed tonight, Ooh. and we don't want to cut the podcast short. But I just noticed what time it was. That's true. Uh, so the volume might go up in a minute. Okay, so a few other people that are we worried about Barry Odom at all and his raspy voice? Barry Odom's the one that I'm not sure about. Because he's like kind of the same build as Stoops. Yeah. They bo- they've got the same haircut. Is he from uh, Stoops has that head movement, though. Bob Weave, Bob Weave. Yeah. Barry yeah. Odom, he's a, he's a long-time Mizzou guy. Is that where he's from? I'll look it up real quick. I know uh, he played there. Derek Mason, though. Derek Mason's <sighs> rip. Is he? Nah, he I think he's Stanford. Stanford and Vanderbilt. Yeah, come uh, on. Yeah, he's a nerd. Too. I'd whoop Derek Mason. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> I'm going to add him. I'll tell him at uh, the press conference after the game. Uh, Barry Odom is from Oklahoma, so I don't know. Matt has some Oklahoma strength. That might be your championship fight. Is Mason oh. versus uh, Stoops? Yeah. I feel like people eat this up. I feel like we talk about the coaches fighting. Like This is like <laughs> our third or fourth time. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure you're correct. Um, well, so I, I guess we are going to go bowl. Yeah, we need to because at penal- one, we got to practice. I got to get this. Is that like one game? How many games do we have to three. play? Three. Oh, yeah. Three. Oh, three. Oh, geez. I'm going to get arthritis after this. We have to drink. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're going to pause. Intermission. Yeah, we're going to have some. We're, we're going to be updating. We, there's a table out there. We can just put it at the table and keep going. Just I'll tell you what. The leave one at a time. It looks like a bowling alley, so it fit right <laughs> in out there. Let's do it. We are back at KS Bowling League. Is that is that the right nomenclature, Drew Franklin? I think it is. Um, a little louder in here than it was uh, 
the first part of this podcast. But, you know, athletes got to be athletes, and we had we had a game time to make. Uh, we are some athletes because after one game, we are absolutely crushing the competition. Uh, Drew, does it, what does the score say right now? Is that uh, a big um, five, 800 to nothing? Well, uh, no, we bowled a 507. Wait, 507? Yeah. Uh, I'm You're not, looking at the wrong number. Oh. Can you turn my headphones up? I can barely hear you. Yeah. How sure. does that work? Uh, see, I don't oh, know. Oh, there we go. Perfect. There we go, yeah. Yeah, uh, do you all want me to read our scores? We're going to leave it. I'm, I'm really bad. Well, Here, we'll let, we'll let our listeners follow along with the progress. What's 300 minus 5? Uh, 295. That's two, what I got. 287. That's what I got. Well, so everyone knows we have to bowl three games tonight. We just bowled bowled our first one. But it's very important to note that our opponent, all four of them, are a bunch of cowards. Wow. Because our opponent did not show tonight. Scared. Justin, Gary, Marty, and Michael, you're cowards. Because tonight I brought in the KSR football podcast for bowling, and you did not show. Unbelievable. Hold this L. I mean, I'm not surprised because when you have amazing athletes – like Nick Roush in the building, you get terrified. Now, maybe, okay, you just see a kicker walking up. Maybe not so scared. Mm-hmm. But these folks were obviously cowardly and way yeah. too intimidated. Their team name is My Pin Won't Fit. Well, <laughs> you you got to show up for your pin to fit, Justin, Gary, Marty, and Michael. It definitely doesn't fit here, okay? Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Back to football. Back to football. Where were we? Um. Well, I, I just would like to say that for all the NFL teams out there who want to know if Austin McGinnis still has it, I already saw tonight when there are two uprights there, he's going to kick it or put the ball straight yeah. through the middle. Had a nice 7-10 split. And, man, it was split beautiful. It. I mean, right <laughs> yeah, down right. the middle. Like, I don't think there's any other direction. Is it just innately in you where you just have to go directly you know, down the center? I've always been drawn to linear things and, you know, just straight lines and objects. Yeah. So I think it's fair to say it's just in my blood. I, I, it was very impressive how you missed both the pins and put it right down the middle. Yeah, see, for a second there, you know, flashbacks. It's like yeah. <laughs> PTSD, you know. I saw open hole and then I saw objects, so of course I had to go right in between them. Well, I'm, I'm just glad that we were able to podcast from the middle of the bowling alley because Collins Bowling Alley, fantastic right here on South and Drive. Here's the thing. The people in here have been great. Fantastic atmosphere. They Absolutely. brought out like three people to hook this equipment up. There's like cords duct taped to the ground. Oh, it's 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 quite a setup just so we could bring you the best football knowledge from an immaculate bowling alley right here in Lexington, Kentucky where in I think we've only got to wait, what, three short more weeks until football season? Uh, training camp starts this weekend. Austin, do you did you like you're a kicker, so like were you excited to get back in the swing of things for, for football camp? Yeah, for sure. I mean I think everyone's excited about a new season, it's a new challenge, a new chapter, you have new teammates. So basically every year you have to just rewrite your storybook and so the guys are about to come together for camp and spend all day and really form a bond and that's what's gonna show how they're going to do in this season is how they come together over this training camp time so i think it's an exciting time of year so what their training camp's got to kind of have its drawbacks though chuck right like where you're just like you get to a point where you're just like come on guys really like it really sucks but it's really awesome but it really sucks (laughs) but it is really awesome okay that's how i would describe it right yeah what what's an awesome like your your awesome part of training camp 
the beginning's obviously great, um, especially, I'm going to use the term veteran, but I mean, uh, upperclassmen, I guess is the correct term. Right. Upperclassmen, you know, you haven't seen uh, your teammates that you've been bonding with over, what, the first month or so, because you get to go home for uh, summer. So it's really cool getting back and uh, getting with those guys. And then it's great. The first day of pads is always awesome because you uh, haven't hit. That's great. Does Stoops have like a, um, ooh, first day back, we're doing this drill, and there's going to be some head busting? Yeah, they usually do it before practice, and it's just not Oklahoma. There's not a runner, but he'll get either an O-lineman and a D-lineman to do a one-on-one, -on -one, and it's like strictly blocking. Then we'll do a DB and a receiver one-on-one -on -one just to get it all fired. And usually it's supposed to be the leader of the room versus the leader of the other room. A lot um, of trash talking on each oh, side. Oh, God, sure. yeah. I and saw then, Benny doing that it. drill with the Steelers, and he put some veteran on, on his ass. Yeah. That's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the veteran tried to act like he won, too. And Big Ben had Benny's back. Yeah, didn't Big Ben said something. But so, yeah. uh, That's all I need, Benny. Yep, that's, that's all the all time I need. I need. Which, ben, you all, Ben's got to stick together. I, I know you all don't get much free time during camp, but just us talking. You can tell on yourself. Do you get away at all? Do you like, like well, I'll have one night out and I'll just deal with it? or It's strictly no going out out. Yeah, I don't mean like um, you're out at the bar ripping shots. But I mean, like, do you get any? Yeah, so you, usually after the Saturday scrimmage, as long as you perform well, then he gives you the day off and then you report Sunday at 7 a.m. for breakfast, whatever it is. What was it, our junior year when we had the Saturday scrimmage and everyone kind of came out a little lackadaisical and Stoops ended it short. So everyone's like, all right, he's pissed, <laughs> but we're just going to have to come back tomorrow and he'll be even madder. That's fine. He said, no, shoulder pads on. Practice starts at 9 p.m. Yes. Oh, we had to come back. Oh, man. So I kind of had the day off. We're, we're probably done at like 2. So normal, normal schedule, you watch film, go home, you're off. We had to come back, and we like literally started practice under the lights at nine o'clock or something. That was epic, and they only turned like a couple of lights on. Yeah. So like the whole place wasn't lit up. It was kind of dark, and it was. That, that was, was an old nighter, so it must yeah. have been before our sophomore year. That's that was part of the building process. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was the laying foundation. Remember I there was a hashtag. Remember the 22nd is what it was. Yeah. I think I remember. With, I, I, re, I remember something about the practice under the lights, though, because there yeah. was only, like, one field lit up and the rest was completely dark. It was yeah. just straight, like, backyard football. When else do you practice a starting yeah, at You couldn't nine. see a ball. Yeah, <laughs> you, you really couldn't see. Like, on passing <laughs> plays. People are juking. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sure that, like, people were just flying around because, like, it was like a, oh, God, if we don't get our stuff together, Stoops yeah. is going to do this again. Stretches were kind of like, oh, God, we're practicing again. And then once – you know, you kind of realize what you're doing. And like you said, no other field lights were on, just the field we were on. Kind of was pretty badass. Yeah, yeah, man. That's two, the, that's two running backs got in a fight after that practice. Yeah. Ooh, was it like oh, a, yeah. a knockdown drag him out? Pretty yeah. much. And yeah, it was some. Stoops let it go. For a little bit. I think I remember who it was, too. It was. It was, it was one was, of those days, though, like a long day, long practice. I bet there's certain aspect, too, of camp where, like, you just get so sick of being around each other that you're just going to, like, like, this stuff's going to happen. Where oh, you, God, yeah. And like, you get sick of going against the same person day, 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 all day long. Let me ask you, Chuck, were you excited for the scrimmages, like, during camp? Because I know some guys, like, don't even scrimmage yeah. or do those before it, season. But It's really exciting, really, to, like, the way you split it up, the special teams to begin with, then overs D, 1s v 1. You do that for a couple drives, then the twos go in. Right. The threes don't really get into the second half. 
So if the ones and the twos play well, really if the ones play well, they know that once the special team's over, they probably have one more drive and then you're done. And that's kind of like all you need, you know. You get jacked yeah. up. You don't get tired, but you're like in that game set. It's the game speed, yeah, game, game feeling. Speed, you're yeah. in the full stadium. tackle in the stadium. Right. Ones v one. There's down markers, yeah. referees. It's got the the setting of it. And then near the end of it, like the last scrimmage, you're kind of going, all right, give me my four drives, and I want to get out of here. I want to leave camp healthy, and get ready to rock against somebody else. Did uh, did Stoops? Because I feel like there's always a scrimmage a year where he just like it's not good enough for him, and he comes oh, yeah. off mad. But like, is some of that him just like blowing smoke to try to keep people in there? You know, I think every coach does that. Yeah. I mean, also at the same time, he's the head coach, yes, but he's a defensive guy. So when the offense plays really well, uh. <laughs> he's like, ah, we didn't play that well today, and we're going, what we scored on all of our drives, right? But exactly, but it's yeah. like, that was like after the spring game. Stoop said it was the sloppiest he's seen, and it's like, yeah, but the offense scored like a thousand points. It's because the defense. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Drew. Uh, when you look ahead to, like, like you're just diving in headfirst to media day, what gets you Which most – what e- I'll be doing. Yes. What I'll you- be there. I'll be the first one there. Oh. I don't think you will, though. I think I'm going to be the first one there. Game on. All right. Well. I'm camping out. So. <laughs> I'm doing a radio show at, like, 8 a.m. there. Oh, so. I'll be there by 8 a.m. Oh, okay. Easily. <laughs> See you at 730. Yeah. Also, they said we're having a white breakfast. What do you think the media no, version of No, no, they sent the white- menu. They've never done it before. They sent the menu? Yeah, it looked pretty dang good. I might have to come was to Was it this. chicken parm? Was no, it, it was like barbecue or buffalo chicken. It was like biscuits See, and gravy. You, you came for the buffalo chicken last year. <laughs> man, that There we go. Biscuits and gravy, scrambled eggs, breakfast potatoes, Sausage patties, fruit salad, muffins, and much-needed coffee. Man, they sent a – that's yeah. incredible. I know. Well, when you win 10 games and win the Citrus Bowl, you got to act like a real program. Yeah. And that starts with sending the menu to the media on Is media it? day. There oh, man, that's that's incredible. I'm excited. I love media day. And, I mean – It's literally a day for you. That's why you love it. Well, no, it not, not even day. the media part. I like it as a fan because you kind of see the new guys for the first time in uniform. So I'm yeah. walking around giddy like – Oh, wow, that guy's big. Oh, yeah. look at him. Oh, there's going to be at least three, like, holy shit, moments where you're just like, I can't believe that dude is that big now. And it's always where I learn what players I like with their personality. Like uh, Juice Johnson, his freshman sophomore what? year, he and I were just cutting up. I was supposed to be working, and I'm over goofing off with him, and then I just kind of – I'm not going to act like we're it, boys, but, you know, we kind of – Yeah, know, Juice is a cool guy. That's, the, that's also a good thing about KSR Media Days is that, like, so much happens that, like – you know, after, like, I do, like, three or four interviews, there's still, like, 30 minutes left. And I'm like, I've got plenty. I can just go hang out. Like, yeah. I talked to Abue about, like, Nigerian food, like, one year. Like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. you get Football, a there's about so a many players. Yeah. A lot of them, this will be the only time we talk to them all year. True. Especially the young guys. So, not just on the work aspect. It's cool to just meet players. Yeah. You guys you not get to talk see. to freshmen still? Is that still a that's, thing? That's still a thing where we can't talk to freshmen until after they play. Yeah. So this will be the only time we'll get to talk to Jared Casey, J.J. Weaver, uh, M.J. Devonshire, Moses Douglas, even the guys who were here in the spring that we could interview that time. It's the only time we get a crack at him. So that's when we got to make the most out of those moments. Those Talking to Xavier Peters, who I'm – like he's, he's another where he just feels like he's kind of a mystery, you know. Um, I'm anxious for, to I, – I keep going back to your guys, Chuck. Uh, the freshman receivers. Yep. Because – 
I know that they probably won't get a crack at it this year because it's kind of – I mean, like, unless you're Lynn Bowden, freshman, there's so many receivers, it takes a while to kind of crack that rotation. Yeah. Um, but if people aren't up to their snuff, like Tay-Tay Crims is a dude that they recruited, like Isaiah Epps, to just go long. Uh, and Demarcus Harris is a guy who was the leading receiver in the largest class in Florida football last year, which, like – say that's a good addition. Yeah, so this recruiting class this year has the guy – so largest class in Florida was leaving him in the receiver, and that's Demarcus Harris. And then in the state of Georgia, in the largest class of football, the state's leading rusher in Travis Tisdale, who had – in their big rival game where it's like, all right, time to – big-time players make big-time plays, big-time games, 439 yards, six touchdowns. God. Yeah. All-purpose or rushing or Rushing. What? Jesus. Yeah. Like an absolute beast. So, like, and, and he's one of those guys who uh, I think he could be, like, I think he has, like, a Benny-ish between the ears. That's why, like Drew said, I'm interested to meet those guys to kind of see where their head is. Because um, early on, I remember one of my first media days, it was, like, Blake Bone and Dorian Baker. When they were, like, goofing around and, you know, just being Blake Bone and Dorian Baker as 18-year-olds. And... I was like, man, these guys do not look like the receivers we used to recruit. You know, these guys look the part. What I've learned in doing this for five, six years is that, like, between the years, that's where a lot of the making or breaking happens. And even though it's just an interview, I think that's where you get to learn a lot about guys. And just from hearing from when – I mean – Drew, you remember hearing from Lynn Bowden, freshman Lynn Bowden versus junior Lynn Bowden. It's – Night and day. Yeah, you don't want to be critical of an 18-year-old and how they conduct themselves in interviews and how they talk. But now that he's turned it completely around, I mean, like I said, it, it's a different person in just three years. He had the highest GPA in his life this spring. And then Grant said today in his summer classes he got an A and a B. So it's like when you're taking stuff, I, it was an LT thing that he used to say a lot, but it was like if you take care of your stuff off the field, you'll take care of it on the field. And it's so boring. Like, it's not good fodder for us, but it's still, like, it's true. Yeah. It's completely true. So, I, I'm, I'm excited. Like, Logan Stenberg, that's why, like, I've, I've had some interviews with him before where he was, you know, kind of clowning around. But at media days, it's like, man, this guy's got his stuff together. Like, he is good. That left side of the line this year. They're going to be crazy. <clears throat> like, third and two, just run left. Just go left. Just every give time. the ball to Stenberg. Let him run left at the fridge. Ooh. Who would be – like, I know – who is the athletic offensive lineman that could be that fridge-type player? See, with that, you, you want, like, a Drake Jackson body. Right. You want a D lineman if you're going to give him the ball, I feel like, for what we got right now. Imagine, you just have so much size. Imagine, imagine yeah. Bully. Marquand McCall, just because he looks like a bowling ball at a bowling alley. I mean. I think he's going to pop off. And this year, too, so what they've done, they put a boule at nose. So where if Bully doesn't get his stuff together, then they'll play a boule. Yeah. So, obviously, Marquand, I mean, dude is four-star, one of the most talented. But, like, he gets his stuff together, he's going to be a stud. Yeah. And if Bohanna stays healthy, God. He's enormous. He's huge. I mean, we finally have a D-line now. Like, I've always thought to compete in the SEC, you have to have a D-line. And 
when I first got to Kentucky, that was not something we had. And you look at any team that's playing for SEC titles, and they all are deep on the D-line. Like, that's what the SEC is known for, and we finally are getting to the point where we got too deep for all D-line and linebackers. I recently went back and looked at the D-line just a little bit before Stoops got here. And no offense to those guys because, you know, whatever, but they did not look like they had any business being the SEC. And I think being a big fan, I convinced myself. I don't, I'm not going to call anyone out by name. But I'm like, oh, player X, this is his year. And then I'm looking back at pictures like that guy never stood a chance against yeah. the Georgias and the Tennessees of the world. Well, like even our boy Poop, <laughs> C.J. Johnson doesn't look like an SEC defensive lineman. But he, he could play. He was yeah, awesome. He, he had, I mean. Oh, he's still playing. Talk about loving media day because getting to know people. Poop was born a media day. <laughs> he oh, was. Oh, man. He, yeah, like, he, still markets himself. Like, I saw, like, yeah. a late night show talking about him playing for the Argonauts, talking about Poop Johnson. <laughs> yeah, No, he was on Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy yeah. Kimmel, yeah. yeah. He got dude, crazy. Dude Wipes gave him, like, a sponsorship. Yeah. Really? Yeah, which – I'm sure it was just a bunch of free dude wipes, but still, like. <laughs> hey, dude wipes are good. If your I name's Poop, wipes. yeah, you need dude wipes. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> I think dude wipes clogged my toilet in Lexington one year. I swear <laughs> to God. Uh, I only used them for yeah, Talladega bachelor party three days. So they worked for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there weren't showers. If I say it worked, uh, we smelled awful for a month. But, oh. oh, man. Uh, NFL training camps are going on right now. I think it is kind of crazy how, like, like Mike Edwards on the second day of training camp has a pick six and another interception. I think and an amazing celebration. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the – they did a roller coaster. They all sat in a line and started, like, moving together. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But like, They're talking about him, like, already being an impact and starting. and I was – and he was one, too, that, like – like, Mike made plays. But he's a little guy. So, like, I, I just worried about him, like, from size point, like – but if you're making plays, dude, hell yeah. Go Tyron Bucks. Matthew, who he, I yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't idolize call him. himself. Yeah, I don't think he did, though, because of the Honey Badger. I, swear. I think he did. Yeah. But, no, I'm pretty I mean, sure in high school there was an interview where he said he looked up to him or something. Uh, he plays just like him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, the, the real Honey Badger hadn't had a great couple of years. I He might just take over for what he was doing. I, I, that was also a revelation, too. Todd Bowles is his D.C., who like maybe bad head coach, good DC. I have an NFL question. The night before, I know we don't mention basketball here, but it's necessary. UK plays Michigan State in the Garden. Yep. I'm going. The night before, the Cowboys play the Giants on Monday Night Football. If you, I'm going. Okay, yeah. You do have I rock to. Jared? Do I rock CJ? Or do I rock Randall Cobb? Or George? Or George? Or George? Excuse me. Or Westry? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. probably. I like Chris Westry. Probably not going to wear a Chris Westry yeah. jersey. You should do the uh, uh, old half jerseys. You just have like one six. I of thought each it'd person. be weird if I sewed together a CJ Conrad Randall Cobb jersey. People are like, what is wrong with this person? <laughs> well, they're on different levels. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty sure Big UK fan Jared shamed you the last time you were up there and didn't go in a Jared yeah. jersey. I think you wear the jersey. I think yeah, you, you gotta. To. Well, he gave me a Giants jersey and like an idiot, I gave it back. Ah. Oh. Wish I had kept that. Nice guys don't get very far. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll rock the Jared. Yeah, Definitely. and if not, I think you go CJ because. I think you go Josh Harrelson like this guy. You got to remember, my girlfriend is 
huge Cowboys fan. Yeah, no. So but wearing the Giants gear is already going to cause a, a fight on vacation. So you need to wear the Giants. Your okay. undershirt yeah. is a Randall Cobb jersey. There we go. T-shirt. T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And or if they're so listening, the first one to send me tickets, I'll wear yes. their jersey. Yeah. I bet CJ would. CJ's too nice. Hey, but so here's here's my question, too. Have you all started – have you all tried to do the cashing in on tickets yet? Have you all – I think that they still have to pay for them. Really? I'm pretty sure. I think Jared said that on the podcast one yeah. time. He's like, everybody hit me up, and I had to – I was still paying out of pocket. Yeah. I yeah, they pay you, some yeah. amount of money, but it's like a little lower than face value. Oh. But still Well, I guess cash. I'm not going to be hitting them up for tickets. <laughs> like going. Josh Allen, you could probably hit up. I wouldn't hit up Westry or yeah. one of the yeah. guys <laughs> trying to make it. Yeah, and Josh is going to be playing in Indy and Nashville, and I really want to hit up one of those. We can carpool. Yeah. Let's do the Nashville one. Ooh, yeah, make a weekend out of it. Ooh, maybe yeah. it's a bye week. Oh, God, that would be perfect. That, oh, man, that would be too perfect, in fact. Uh, as Keep talking as I pull up the schedule. Yeah, pull up that schedule while we think about it. What if it just happened to be we play at Vandy, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, snap. I'm pretty sure I already looked that weekend up, though, and they don't – it, that's an away game because I already had that thought. Man, I uh, of all of the jerseys to get though, what is the best jersey you could get from the collection of NFL talent right now? As in Tom who we played with, or just just NFL any. you NFL UK guys? What is the coolest looking jersey you could get? Mm. I think I know the answer, but I'm gonna I'm gonna see if y'all come up with a different one first. While you're thinking, we play. Tennessee Martin the day before Josh Allen goes to Nashville. That'll be a nooner. nooner. We're in the car by six. Oh, night out. KSR football podcast road trip. There What's you go. It? Do we still got the, uh, the we apartment have a Winnebago? down there too? Huh? Is the apartment still down there? Uh, no, but I have other means. Okay. I, have, I have better. I have a house now. Well, I don't have a house. Anyway. <laughs> yes. We, we'll get back right, to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. KSR football podcast road trip. It's needed. Well, well, there we go. Well, Everything we'll, cons by we'll, KSR, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Expense account. Well, I'm not well, covering your tab at Tootsie's, but we'll get uh, tickets. Ooh, we can do lodging. the podcast from the tailgate lot beforehand. Uh, or maybe we'll get on the field and do the podcast. Oh, Josh is go. a special guest. Ooh, that'd be uh, great. Wesley Woodyard. Oh, hey, perfect. we know you're playing, but come do our podcast, this actually. <laughs> it's more important. Yeah. I do think that the best jersey is the teal Josh Allen 41. I think that's the best you can get right now. Ah, what about the uh, the camo Mike Edwards, Tampa Bay? It's they pretty camo sick. Jerseys? Yeah, I can't. They have like a military theme. It's pretty good looking. Huh? I'm not in on the Tampa jerseys. It just feels too like uh, See, I'm not in on create a player jerseys. XFL like. I can't do Jacksonville. Yeah. I think the coolest jerseys in the NFL are the Titans when they Thank go you. the all whites. I've got the baby uh, blue. Woo! I've got a blue Woodyard. Um, I. I really wanted to get a uh, orange Broncos Trevathan. Yeah. But he's since moved on. He's a bear now. Uh, I have no allegiances at all. So. Yeah, I got to pick my team this year, and I Titans going to be one of these. Browns. Go Browns here. Titans also I'm not uh, have the Browns uh, Frankfurt native Logan Woodside. They kept him as a backup quarterback. They kept him. Well, they're going to need him. He even went down to your league, Austin, the AF. And then he was they, good. Uh, Wait, what's, what teams are you with? Uh, the Titans. Oh, he was yeah, good yeah, he on that San Antonio it. team. Yeah, like that was one of their. Which, by, so do you have a good alliance story to share on the podcast? Any anything fun, or is uh, it all just maybe Memphis? maybe later? You know, we're not at a bowling alley, <laughs> and they probably still owe you money. <laughs> no, they, they're all paid up. Oh, nice! Oh, but nice. they wouldn't let us get our jerseys or helmets. Like, 
we knew it was done, and the equipment guy already had it all locked up, and he was being a lame. Like, did you say I'm the all-time leading kicker uh, <laughs> in the league? Yeah, and I'm like, uh, at least give me like Johnny's jersey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, give me something. Did you? But, did you ever? Uh, wait, Johnny was cleaned up by the time you get got to know him, right? He wasn't yeah, so like. Johnny's party. always been clean. What are you talking about? <laughs> It's We're talking great, about Johnny Menzel. Great looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he was he was he was good. He's Johnny I mean, He's the I'm, money man, you know what I'm saying? Like I know it's Memphis, but still a night out of the town with Johnny football would be I'm gonna be honest, I did not step foot out in Memphis. <laughs> I was there on a business trip. Our drive to the stadium was um, always eventful. Always people in the road, always, because you're just in downtown Memphis, and oh. apparently no one works there. Like, <laughs> there's always people out. Bill Street is fun. Yeah, so. No, but I got is. a special place in my heart for Memphis now, though. So Ooh. shout out Memphis, shout out Germantown. You were walking in Memphis. Oh, my God, this guy. <laughs> no, that, uh, that's like my buddy got married two weeks ago. And that song was playing or something? That, well, that's his, like, karaoke song. And he did uh, a performance on stage that was just – Tearjerker. Oh, man, incredible. I Absolutely don't want to overlook incredible. something important he just said. To all NFL personnel listening, Austin said he didn't go out, didn't leave his, whole room, uh, leave his hotel room. It was a business trip. Yes. Just something else to put on that scouting good, report. Good, good locker room. Yeah. All, all business McGinnis. Yeah. Oh, that even rhymes. You need to get that on your business card. All business McGinnis. I like that. Yeah. Way like better that. than the guy from CBI. Doesn't Whoa. <laughs> no unnecessary shots needed. Oh, man. Well, this has been fun, guys. Yeah. Even, we're in somewhere different. It feels weird that we don't have a bunch of people staring at us wondering why we're talking during their meal. <laughs> well, true. you know what feels weird to me is that I didn't have any brisket. I didn't have any of yeah, the we mac didn't and feed cheese. You. Uh, yeah. Cornbread. We'll get back There's to the bar uh, from here on out. It was just I'm committed to this bowling league. It's a very big deal. No, I'm, and, I'm uh, glad we came. Yeah. yeah. Something new, something different. Um, we're going to be – I know we'll definitely do one game week. We'll probably do one, maybe two more before that. Uh, I know Drew's going to – there's a lot of uh, moving pieces during training. It's training camp for us as well. So, uh, please deal with this. I will not be training at all. I will not be doing that. No, not at all? At a, no training. Well, but we've got to work – we've got to get through our – it's practice yes. time for us as well. So, we're going to be working through some hiccups. But we will provide plenty of content here on the KSR Football Podcast – I'm also doing a weekly podcast with Adam Luckett, 11 personnel. Subscribe yes, to that. I'm excited about that. That's we, we just get to football Woo. nerd out for a while. How uh, about um, Media Day Friday? Why don't we do what we did last year where we recapped it on Facebook Live, ooh, even though we, it was a disaster? And we just Let's changed run that the back. angles. All what the time, time should we tell people? What was that probably three, two? I don't know. No, that was like noon. Noon? Noonish, because they quit interviews around noon. Oh, okay. I'm way off. If the office is finished painting, we can do it in the office, KS office. All right. Perfect. Yeah, so we'll, it's, uh, we're a work in progress. We appreciate you all dealing with us tonight. But we're going to be having plenty of fun all season right here on the KSR Football Podcast. Stay tuned and go Cats. And peep the technique.